Hello, this is Rabbi Mark Soloway. Welcome to A Dash of Drush, weekly reflections on our world through the lens of Torah. I can't get no satisfaction. I can't get no satisfaction. And I try and I try and I try and I try. I've been thinking about that Rolling Stones song and hearing Mick Jagger's voice in my ears singing, I can't get no satisfaction. I can't get no satisfaction. I try, I try, I try, I try. And very much relating it to this week's theme of blessing and satisfaction and gratitude and the relationship between the three, especially when it comes to food, but not only, of course, food. It's very hard to feel satisfied in a world that's constantly telling us we need more to be whole. The whole way that our society functions in a way is always making us feel that lack, that emptiness. And it can lead, of course, to addictions. It can lead to very unhealthy habits. It can lead to a a lack of ever feeling grateful, ever feeling satisfied. And it can lead to a kind of arrogance, as if to say, I'm really in charge of my own kind of destiny. And I'm the one who produces and I'm the one who acquires. And so there's uh, an extraordinary and very important central kind of verse in this week's uh, Parsha, this week's Torah portion, Parshat Ekev, which is the source really of, of, of our blessings the whole ritual of saying blessings around food. And many of us uh, in different spiritual traditions have an idea of either blessing our food before we start, some form of grace perhaps, or even a a little mindfulness practice before before we eat our food. And that feels, those of us who are spiritually inclined, it feels intuitive to take a moment to acknowledge the source of our food, whether that's actually the the land and the farmers, or whether it's a higher source, whether it's God or spirit world, whichever we might we might think. But what's so interesting about the the source in the Torah in chapter eight of of Deuteronomy is the verse says the verse that I'm going to be referring to mainly today is Ve'achalta ve'savata uveirachta. Et ala which means you will eat vesavata and you will be satisfied and you will bless you will bless God for the good land which has been given to you you will eat you will be satisfied and you will bless God for the good land the earth that has been given to you. So this is actually a Torah source for blessings not before food, for up, but for after food. Because it clearly says, first you eat, then you reach that place of satisfaction, and then from that place of satisfaction you offer up the blessings, right? It's not about blessings before food. In fact, the Jewish tradition has a distinction between laws or customs that are deal writer 
meaning they are derived directly from the Torah, and laws or customs that are derabbanan, meaning they're derived from the from the later rabbinic teachings. And actually, the whole formula of blessings before food uh, are considered um, rabbinic, whereas blessing after food is is considered from the Torah itself, which you could say makes it more important. I mean. One of the obvious connections, I think, is that very often when we when we you know have a huge meal um, and we eat, and then we're feeling that sense of being full, we often it often makes us not feel grateful and not feel like anything other than sort of lounging around on a couch, you know, watching TV or something like that. And this is telling us no. When you reach that place. Of feeling satisfied, feeling whole, feeling the abundance of what we've just been given, that that's the place from which we really open our hearts in blessing and gratitude. That's the essence of it. But the relationship is so important, I think, between eating and, yes, we're talking about eating food, but of course, when Mick Jagger is talking about, I can't get no satisfaction, it could uh, be anything in life, right? anything whether we don't have it you know it can be related to sex it can be related to food it can be related to money it can be related to happiness it can be related to our sense of fulfillment in the world all of these ways in which we feel unsatisfied all of these ways in which we find ourselves wanting more wanting more and the Torah is saying if we eat with this kind of sense of mindfulness we eat and then we stop when we're feeling like wow I'm satisfied Savati I've had enough I've had enough and from that place of having enough and from that place of of feeling the gifts of it all I can say thank you and I can bless the the food that I've eaten and I can bless the land which produced the food and I can bless Jerusalem as being the sort of spiritual heart of the world for Jewish people and I can bless the goodness and the source of that goodness all of that come those are the four essential blessings that that form on the blessing after the meal the grace after the meal that we say after a meal specifically when we've eaten bread first which isn't to say if you're gluten-free you can't ever feel satisfied of course but that's how Jewish tradition has defined a full meal as having been uh, begun with breaking of bread and saying the blessing over bread. So how do we program ourselves or reprogram ourselves to, to feel satisfied? We're all kind of addicted in different ways to different things. And I think for many of us, and certainly for me, there's this sense of always feeling a little bit empty, never quite feeling full in my connections, full in my appreciation of my, my life and myself. And, and a lot of it, of course, is emotional, the ways in which I'm feeling emotionally empty. And that's, I think, the source of, of most addictive behaviors. And for 
we all have our own form of that. And for me, I definitely do have some relationships around food, that kind of idea of of eating not not when I'm hungry, but eating when I'm feeling some feeling that I don't like or, or want to push down and I'll, I'll just kind of eat a lot of sugar or something like that. And when we have that, it's hard from that place to feel a sense of satisfaction. It's hard to feel really full and nourished. It's hard to feel like, okay, I'm going to now stop and bless this meal that I've just eaten. How do we feel satisfied? How do we feel full and whole in this world where we're constantly receiving information that's telling us that we're not enough, we're not good enough, we don't have enough? And I think part of it is to have a ritual of, of blessing. The idea if we reached a certain point where I've definitely eaten enough and we know there are so many people in the world who don't have enough to eat. Something like a billion people in the world don't know where their next meal is coming from and many of us are so privileged in terms of eating whatever we want when we want it. And so when we know we have a, a fridge full of food or a cabinets full of food and that we can just go and eat and graze and fill ourselves up at any time. It's really important to know when to stop and when to say, Savati, I've had enough and I'm so grateful for what I've had and now I'm going to offer up blessings and I'm going to bless the source of this, of this amazing, amazing food. <laughs> There's... Um, a lovely short form of the Akat Amazon of blessing after food that I've heard at Jewish renewal conferences, which goes something like this. Thank you for this food, Lord. Thank you for this food. Thank you for this food, Lord. Thank you for this food. This amazing, amazing, amazing food. Amazing, amazing amazing food if we really felt that with every meal that we ate like thank you for this amazing food would that help us feel satisfied would that help us kind of stop and bless perhaps for some of us but it tunes us into a sense of what it means to offer blessings in a general sense regardless of whether it comes from a religious impulse or not. This idea of being grateful. And it's so connected. It's so connected. A lot of the time we are not grateful. We can feel resentful or we can feel judgmental or we can feel jealous. All of these emotions or feelings that we, that we can have that actually don't take us into a sense of gratitude. The rabbis in the Talmud tell us that we're, we're supposed to say a hundred blessings every day, a hundred blessings every day, a hundred opportunities for connection to something for which we're grateful. And they can be around what we enjoy with our physical body. It can be around, around our prayer lives. And in a similar vein, the rabbis of the Talmud say that 
anybody who enjoys something anybody who enjoys something with their their physical senses whether it's something they smell or eat whether it's something they touch or see without saying a blessing anyone who enjoys something with the sensory world without saying a blessing it's as if they've committed what the the rabbis call a mi'ilah and a mi'ilah is basically misappropriation of temple property misappropriation of temple property the idea being that the world is somehow God's temple and everything in it has its place and if we're enjoying something from it then we acknowledge its source by saying a blessing and if we don't do that it's like we've stolen something from the temple because we haven't appreciated it so it's not that we can't have it and not that we can't really really enjoy it fully enjoy it but we enjoy it with an acknowledgement of the source from which it came and that's the kind of idea of, of, of saying a blessing and traditionally the first words we utter when we wake up in the morning are words of gratitude I'm so grateful to you I'm so grateful that I'm waking up on another day that you're giving me another chance that my soul has been returned somehow to my body I'm grateful and the idea that we wake up and we immediately utter these words of gratitude invites us into this world of saying you know what there are all kinds of things in my world and there are all kinds of things in the outside world that are awful and yet the first thing I'm going to say when I wake up in the morning is I am grateful I am so grateful for all of the gifts that I have and then we have the Birkot HaShacha the morning blessings where I acknowledge the different aspects of a physical coming into wakefulness and and all of the ways in which that can can help me be grateful and then of course you know the blessings over over food and seeing rainbows and you know hearing thunder all, all of the different things that we might say a blessing for and if we attune ourselves to that idea that every day we can say a hundred blessings it can definitely cultivate an attitude of gratitude and from that place of gratitude it can perhaps give us an opportunity to feel more satisfied if I'm grateful for what I have then I'm more capable of feeling satisfied for what I have and less likely to focus on what I don't have which is easy for some of us too easy for some of us to think about the things I don't have to think about the ways in which my life could be different well it isn't different right now I can strive to change and I can strive to make the world a better place and I can strive to make myself a better person but right now this is what I have and this is who I am and so to find a way of saying thank you thank you for what I have right now and thank you for all of the of the gifts that I have then I think that's that's one one step towards being in a cycle of of, of gratitude and, and and therefore in a cycle of taking ourselves out of that cultural greed the cultural surroundings that, that sort of constantly tell us we have to we have to get more the whole premise of of advertising especially TV but not just TV advertising 
is this whole idea like making us believe that our lives are not complete unless we have this particular thing and it's the opposite really of being satisfied and grateful for what we have the classic question asked by Ben Zoma at the beginning of the fourth chapter of, of Pirkei Avot this magnificent collection of rabbinic wisdom when Ben Zoma asks these four questions one of them is Ezehu Ashir who is wealthy, who is rich and his answer is Hasameach Becherko the one who is happy the one who is able to rejoice with what they have with their chelek, with their portion Ezehu Ashir Hasameach Becherko who is wealthy, the one who is able to be happy with what they have that's, that's the essence of this wealth is such an illusion I mean it's not <laughs> there, there are people who are very very wealthy and there are people who are very very poor that is real but the idea that someone who has kind of wealth who has enormous wealth they may be happy but often they're not because often wealth will just promote this idea that I'm always needing to get more to produce more and the book of Deuteronomy is as the Israelites are on this brink of entering into the land a land overflowing with milk and honey a land of promise a land of fulfillment in its idealized form a land where I'm going to have everything I need as, as the Israelites are preparing for that for that final push into that place having been in the desert for 40 years and complained at every turn about not having the right kind of food and not having water and you know all of all of the ways in which we're able to complain and suddenly preparing ourselves for like being in a land of promise is about knowing when we're satisfied about appreciating our gifts and about being able to express not just our joy but our gratitude for everything that we have so i don't know mick jagger I can't get no satisfaction. Let's try. Let's keep trying. And I try and I try and I try. Well, let's try to reach satisfaction through the power of gratitude. Through the power of gratitude. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs says that, um, quoting enormous research, that people who have an attitude of gratitude have better physical health, they have immunity against disease. Grateful people, he says, are more likely to take regular exercise and go for regular medical checkups. Thankfulness reduces toxic emotions such as resentment, frustration, and regret, makes depression less likely. Such a powerful list of ways in which gratitude can benefit us. What well, is medicine? Being grateful for our lives is medicine. So let's eat and let's eat and enjoy our food and feel, if we can, a sense of satisfaction from it. And from that place of satisfaction, offer up praise, gratitude and thanks for the goodness and the abundance and the bounty of all that we have. Thank you for listening to Adash and Drush. We'll see you next time.